All right, so uh, as you've probably noticed, we are down some folks due to sickness. So I will be delivering the main address today as well. But I did have a quick, quick exhortation that I wanted to share, something that I've been thinking about that I hope will be a blessing for you too. And this is a recipe for a Merry Christmas. Three things that are foundational for us to get in our heads and in our hearts if we want to enjoy a, a three-day weekend of celebrating the Lord and have a good time doing so. And you'll see what I mean. Okay, so three things. This is, this is my, my three-part recipe for Merry Christmas. Number one, give thanks. We're used to associating giving thanks with Thanksgiving, the holiday of Thanksgiving, and we should. That's what it's for. Amen. Good stuff. But ultimately, Christmas really is another celebration of Thanksgiving. We're thanking the Lord for the gift of his son. And I'm not just talking about giving thanks for the incarnation of Christ, but also giving thanks in general, giving thanks for everything. You want to have a happy Christmas or a happy any other day? Give thanks. The thankful heart lives in the moment. The thankful heart sees what God is giving me now instead of thinking about what I wish I had now or what I hope I have tomorrow, what I didn't have yesterday. So, number one, give thanks. Give thanks, what does scripture say? For everything, in everything, 1 Thessalonians 5.18, in everything, give thanks. Give thanks for everything. That means all the good things. That means when you're sitting down and looking at your children and their eyes reflecting the lights, uh, the Christmas lights all around, and their faces expectantly, excitedly looking, for, looking at their presents. Give thanks for that. Or when the meal's not done on time, and things are running late, or there's the, the grumpy family member, or whatever. Give thanks for everything. Give thanks in every circumstance. For me, when those flies in the ointment happen, when those things come up that, a man, it could have been a perfect Christmas if... X, if that thing hadn't gotten the way, for me, the thankful opportunity that I see there is an opportunity to thank God for, okay, Lord, thank you for the reminder for what the real joy here is. Yeah, the, the dinner didn't turn out perfect. Thank you, Lord, for the reminder that my joy is not in a perfect Christmas dinner. My joy is in the Son of God who came to deliver me from my sins. See those things as reminders, opportunities to refocus our hearts. I think, I don't know that I could, there, there are scriptures that talk about God's use of trials in our lives. I don't think there's one that specifically says it like this, so I'm going to throw this out as my interpretation, and you, you compare it to scripture. But I think the Lord, in his sovereign fatherly love, sometimes gives us these, these little trials, and they're not even, a lot of times, they're just tiny. It's like just an anxiety or something, just something that keeps it from being, ah, oh, that wonderful, happy day that I wanted just to keep sanctifying our joy, just to keep working on us and how we're so prone to just be satisfied in the stuff. So prone to just, if I could just have what, you know, the, the Christmas that I had when I was eight years old and I woke, out, woke up and everything was all magical. If I could just have that, then I would truly be happy. I think God in his goodness gives us flies in the ointment sometimes to shake up our joy and make sure that it's founded on what's truly unshakable, what we have in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus. And when we're there, those are those joyful saints that radiate the joy of Christ at all times, even sometimes in circumstances where we look at them and think, how do you have joy in this? Because their joy is built on something solid. 
So number one, give thanks. In everything, give thanks. Number two, reject worry. Reject worry about the future. Reject worry about the family members. Reject worry about the anything. Fill in the blank. This is very practical. So ask yourself, ask the Lord to speak to your heart. What will you worry about tomorrow on Christmas Day? What will be the anxieties that belabor your heart and your mind? And then commit them to God and commit before him that you're going to reject them and not waste any time on them. Because what did Jesus say? Jesus said, do not worry. Scripture says, be anxious for nothing. That means don't be anxious for the work stuff that's not getting done because I'm taking Christmas off. Does God ever say to take time off and rest before the Lord? Yeah. What did he tell the children of Israel about the Sabbath? When they rest, when they're resting, he told them, I'm going to take care of you while you're resting. You just rest. I'm watching out for you. You do that by faith. So if you're prone to worry about the work stuff, don't do that. Trust the Lord. Rest. Celebrate unto him. If you're prone to worry about the family, the in-laws, whatever, fill in the blank, the, the, the people that are going to be upset or stressed out, or that's not yours to carry. That is something for them to deal with before the Lord. You have joy in Jesus. Whatever it is, fill in the blank. What is your worry going to be? Reject it. Reject it now. Give it to Christ. He who did not spare his own son, how will he not also with him give us all things? Romans 8, 32. God gave his son. He can take care of the other little stuff too. Of all the days to be worried, we should not be worried on the day where we remember the incarnation of the holy God to come and save us from our sins. Number three, don't take yourself too seriously. God is big and we are small. So it is good for us to be mirthful like little children before our heavenly father and not be so stuck up in our, our pretentious mature dignity that we can't just rejoice like David before the Ark of the Covenant in 2 Samuel 6, 14. We can choose mirth before our faithful father. We can choose to have the faith, the faith of a child and just rejoice, not take ourselves too seriously, not try to hold it all together. God is good. So just let go, let go. This is an invitation to myself. These are notes to myself. Let go of all the stuff, all the clouds, doesn't mean they magically vanish. Doesn't mean the problems are gone. Doesn't mean the relationship issues aren't there anymore. Doesn't mean the work, work things aren't waiting for you tomorrow, whatever. But they're all in God's hands. So we give thanks. We reject worry. And we don't take ourselves too seriously. We choose to be mirthful in the presence of our loving Father and to rejoice with great joy. That's my, my notes to self, my recipe for a Merry Christmas.